Hello everybody and welcome back to the Define the Odds podcast. I'm your host Andrew Barry and I am delighted to be joined by Aaron Lynch who is the owner of Aaron Lynch Photography. Aaron, thanks a million. How are you getting on? Not too bad now, are you yourself? Ah, very good now. Um, that's great to have you on. I suppose, Aaron, one of the main reasons I want to have you on was um, you're a very similar age to myself and you have your own business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what kind of... Well, first of all, actually, just tell me a small bit about Aaron Lynch Photography. Yeah, so I guess... Yeah, I want to do a photography business, mainly kind of, I suppose weddings are kind of my main income and whatnot. Um, I've been trying a few, I I literally have branched into a lot, a lot of different categories just to tread the water, see what works. Yeah, like the feelers and see what what you like and kind of stuff. Exactly, see what I like, see what I'm good at, see what people like me working at, and to see where maybe a few years down the line, that's the area I want to drive into but um so yeah because it's early days i have the ability to test a few different things yeah like so yeah like you're not you're not specializing in one thing you're kind of just seeing what suits you and what you enjoy doing yourself yeah, exactly and um, what when what made you kind of decide to start go out on yourself like go out by yourself so i guess i worked in retail from the age of 16 till only last year so 25 yeah and so that meant working with people day in day out um, I actually never picked up a camera until I'm gonna say so I started in Curry's probably three years ago. Okay. And basically I was at a loose end where I didn't have much of a hobby. Like I was going like I was going to work, going home, playing the PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. I just you know, I was getting sick of that kind of I know, thing. yeah, you're trying to fill some sort so of void. I was to fill the void, so I was like, Josh, you know I was starting with cameras every day in work and I just said I want to test this out, see what's like. So I bought a camera, just started doing just random shooting. Um, and when I did that, I just, I just set up a page on Instagram. Yeah. I was actually getting a lot of positive feedback off people. And I just, I was enjoying doing it, and I was getting a lot of feedback. And I was like, oh, I thought this. Yeah, so it was and kind of like finding something. It was just a hobby, basically. Basically, yeah. And then basically, one of the girls that was following my stuff for a while, she was actually a family friend. She was getting married and she was like, would you ever do my wedding? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing your wedding. Yeah. And she's like, no, but seriously, I want you to do my wedding. And I go, yeah, Michelle, seriously, I've never done a wedding. I'm not doing your wedding. Like, and she's like, look, tough. You're doing my wedding. So at that stage, then I was kind of like, okay, look, I'll do your wedding. But I'm like, I can't promise you that it's going to be what you want. I did it and it actually worked out brilliantly. And I got a few bookings from that. And... I was a bit, at the start, I was a bit kind of standoff and I didn't want to really take a booking. Yeah. Because, you know, I didn't trust myself, I'd never done it. Oh, 100, like, yeah. I said, the nurse was, like, especially at someone's big day. Yeah. yeah. Then, I really just said, Michelle was with the photos, and I kind of explained to anybody that book, was booking me back then, I kind of said to them, you know, we had the agreement that, like, I'm not a professional. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. I was like, if that's a risk you want to take, it's your risk. Yeah. <laughs> so... I got all the experience in from those kind of weddings and it built and built and built and like yeah. I yeah, I can't imagine me thought no you're doing my you're doing the photography for my wedding and you're just there going, What? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I was gonna be at the wedding anyway as a guest because it was a family friend. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, just do the photography. I was like, Okay. Alright. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, a lot of responsibility for a first job, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so like I'm just going to ask a few things just in general about photography um, because I know like there's, you know, some people think 
photography is um like oh this person just spends an hour or two hours taking pictures or three hours and then that's it that's the job done but uh there's also you've editing you've prep for it um how do you like manage all that like yeah so again i am relatively new to it so i'm learning all this myself um but yeah i suppose i'm doing everything myself so yeah. for a client to book me it means the client has had to have seen me somewhere whether that's facebook instagram yeah recommended by a friend that's all part of my job too so it's a matter of doing facebook ads doing instagram ads doing my own social media getting the word out there with other people um like yeah it's not just the yeah oh yeah like as in there's there's so much hours invested in other things just besides actually showing up to the event and stuff that yeah maybe people don't probably appreciate yeah, you know? like, I think a lot of people, to be fair now, do realise it's not just a matter of taking a photo yeah. and sending in the photo. But I don't think they realise how much work actually goes into it. Yeah, so, as you said there, you have to do your own advertising basically by doing sponsored posts yeah. on social media. So like, I might only go out and work with a person two days a week, but three or four or five other days of the week, can't be but I'd be on the laptop whether it's editing photos whether it's compiling a gallery that I want to post online yeah whether it's doing my website doing my accounts doing yeah like all those things you like, you literally do everything you're, you're, yeah, you're so a one-man man there because I'm early in the business I'm a one-man man yeah I'm doing everything myself eventually will I have an accountant will I have an editor oh I couldn't tell you, it depends yeah. on... It's early, it's early, yeah. yes. It is. I don't think I'll ever have an editor because I think an editor is has to suit your style. So yeah, yeah. Depending on... Maybe if I work with someone enough and we both had the exact idea of how something will go, then look, it's yeah. something I can look at. But for now, I will be doing all my own stuff. Yeah, I suppose if you're looking for an editor, you're, you want someone that's that same mindset as yourself, you yeah. know, um, and work ethic and yeah, all that. Talk around, I could get the best editor in the world, but it just might not be my style or yeah whatever and then it, that, can, that can damage my image or it's it's just it's a really i think as i say is art is very subjective so photography is very subjective so i could take amazing photos that i think is amazing yeah but the person next door i think is the worst photo in the world that's yeah just, it is it is art. yeah yeah and so, I su- yeah and i suppose then when you're you're looking for I suppose when you're looking for work and stuff, some people might not appreciate some style of photography and other people might think it's the greatest thing ever and they'll book you straight away. So exactly, it yeah. is all uh, subjective. So. so I do a lot of candid stuff. That's kind of what I special, not specialize but when I do a wedding, I try to get, I basically tell the couple, go do your day, like pretend I'm not here, yeah. carry on and I'll capture the natural stuff that's going on. Whereas some people love getting those staged photos, Yeah. which... I do them. I do them for people sometimes, but some people might want to go off for an hour or two hours and get a lot of stage photos. But I'm, I prefer not to do them. Like, yeah, yeah. If a couple ask me, I'll do them. But I'd rather capture the actual real moments. Yeah, so generally, when I'm, someone's booking me, they're booking me for the candid moments. Yeah. So they know that my style is to let them enjoy the day, and I'll just capture them enjoying their day. And do you feel a lot of pressure doing weddings? Um. To be honest, not really. I I think, to be fair, doing the wedding stuff is grand. Yeah. Um, I'm happy enough doing them. I don't feel enough pressure. When I send off the photos, 
then I get a bit nervous. Yeah. I'm waiting for a response to say, I'm really happy or I'm not happy. Thankfully, I've never gotten the I'm not happy. Yeah. But will it happen someday? I, I hope not. But, like, <laughs> every, you know, oh, sure. the baker is going to make a bad batch. That's all, oh, 100% so, like, you know, there's always going to be something that will go. And to be fair, you, as, as we just said there a few minutes ago, like, well, you could send off to be perfect, and that person might just kind of themselves, exactly. as, as we said, like it is subjective, they might say, uh, This is what I was expecting. Yeah. But enough, yeah. at least nothing bad so far. And, uh, <laughs> like, well, believe me, one thing as well that really that doesn't annoy me, but like some people might say, Make sure now you get rid of my wrinkles and get rid of my spots and whatnot, but I treat people as natural, natural as possible. Yeah. So if someone tells me to do all that, I generally say, No. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I want to keep it as as real as real like I don't want to fake the background I don't want to fake what's actually not going on I want to give them what's going on I want to give you what's going on because it's not that I'm a fake photo no that, yeah and, and you're actually giving them a real moment yeah you know it's, it's not um, you, you like you didn't create it from nothing like it's yeah. actually what's after happening um, do you know I suppose like the way photography is done now it's, it's kind of quickly changed recently a lot of people you know, are using phones for events and stuff, and that you have filters now available on the mobile and stuff. Um, is it hard? Do you think? I know you're only relatively new, like in the last year or so, but like, is it hard for photographers to try and stand out more because everybody can seem to be a photographer now with all this technology on your phone? Yeah. So, like, believe me, the phone cameras actually are applicable. Yeah. Really. Oh, some of them are outstanding. Yeah, like, yeah. I follow a few people on Instagram who just shoot with their phone, and they produce the same work that a theater Yeah. Is. Fair enough, it might take a bit more time and stuff to get that photo right, but they do produce, they can produce yeah, similar yeah. photos. Um, I guess a lot of people know it's a cost. So for someone to hire me, yeah, it's going to cost some money. For someone to hire another photographer, it's going to cost some money. Yeah. Every business is going to want to cut down their own costs. So they are using their own phones and stuff. Um, I guess the best thing about a photographer is the person that's hiring a photographer can go about their business. Go about yeah, they can they can work on something else and look after another problem yeah. and leave the, the actual yeah. photographer. For example, if you are hosting an event, yeah. you obviously want to be a part of your event. You don't want to be someone Stop. taking photos. Yeah. So even if you're like, oh, I'll take a few photos, you're not going to get the ones you want. Yeah. Like, so my job is to capture... Your job, job, your is, job to capture. is to capture the event, yeah. basically. Yeah. So that's why I think photographers will always be wanted and needed. But yes, when it comes to like headshots and stuff, phones can kind of give people the upper hand uh, to do it themselves. Bear in mind, it doesn't give you the full quality that a, a good DSLR camera will give you. Yeah. But they definitely give you manageable photos and photos that will look well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then another just going kind of, I suppose we're just moving back to the wedding part there. Um, because I see just on my own news feed on different social media platforms, like there's there seems to be a lot of wedding uh, photographers, and I don't know what you say it's saturated, but there's a lot of competition there. Like how do you? St- I know like again like I I just I'm interested because you're relatively new to all this as yeah. well. Like how do you try and stand out? Is it just? Um, to be completely honest, initially was press. Yeah. Purely okay. Because I wanted to get the bookings in, I wanted to get experience. And get your foot in the door. Yeah, kind so of, yeah. The only reason at the start I was getting bookings was 
And that's that's not just I say that's with a lot of services. It's not just with photography. Like when people are trying to offer a service to someone, whether it's like um, a barber or anything like that, they'll try and cut. They'll try and undercut competition just to get their foot in the door, which is yeah, completely natural thing well, to do. Now I'm fairly established, so I have my price at the price that I think yeah. dictates my work, and um, still a good price, but um, it's a price that I think is both fair and. Reflects the quality of yeah, work exactly. as well, yeah. And um, if anything, I think the quality is probably better than the price, just for the <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I think what why I try to stand out is I use my retail experience. So I've worked with people day in, day out. I can talk to people. I can, when I go to a wedding, I don't go as well, I do go as a photographer, but I kind of feel like a guest as I well. Yeah. I read one of your reviews, like, obviously, John, I've known you for a long time now, and uh, I, I was just looking up your page, just, just as I was, uh, before we came and did this, and one of the reviews kind of stuck with me, it was kind of like, um, somebody said, oh, I don't know what the, the woman's name was, but she was like, Aaron was fantastic, like, he was like a gentleman to everyone, he got talking to everyone, you know, and it was kind of more that he was a part of the wedding rather than just kind of being, you know, which, which is really good, it's probably very comforting for people to see that you get, you're getting on with people and... Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I could I could do the whole stand in the corner and just shoot people, but when people see the camera, they automatically shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they kind of know you and they're comfortable with you, they know what you're doing and they tend to just be themselves and they get a bit more relaxed. That's like you you can you know the first thing when people see the camera, I always like I just see the different events and stuff. It's like they can, straight away like there's a fake pose going on. There's like are we done now? Have you taken the picture and stuff? But then. You know, there are those events when the photographers like getting to know people, like as you know, as you do yourself, and people become a lot more relaxed and they're they're happy with you taking pictures while they're just drinking away or talking or whatever. Um, yeah, I like I suppose being that kind of more natural with people is probably probably helps. Yeah, I think it does in a way because I think the wed- the wedding couple that's booking it want to be comfortable with you. They don't want someone that's comes their day and it's just in the corner and like if it's standoffish and just you know just not part of the day yeah especially because the, the wedding couple will spend a lot of day with the family yeah and it's just better to have something that you can kind of interact with and have a bit of a laugh with yeah and just and as it, like yeah as you said like all those years of retail experience you were talking to customers 24 7 in there yeah and like obviously you have to be able to speak to people so it's probably a nice trait to bring over from your retail work into what you're doing now. Exactly, yeah. Um, I know weddings are obviously long, long days for you, and you do other events as well. But like, how? Not how, but like you know, when you're required to work those hours, not just weddings, but like maybe night events and stuff, and it can be a bit maybe unsocial hours for you yourself. Like, how does this impact your like work life? And you're, you know, trying to fill in time to hang around with your friends and all that. Yeah, so... Socially. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of the words. I was like, friends. <laughs> um, people always say pick business over friends and whatnot. Yeah. Which I agree with to a certain extent. Like, I'll never, I'll never cancel an event to go out with my friends. Oh, yeah. But if I, if I have a big friend's event come up with, say, Saturday to my friend's birthday, whatever. Obviously, right now, with COVID-19 and stuff, it's, everyone's on the air. But anyway... Forget COVID nineteen here for a second. Okay. I have a friend's event in two weeks, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go for your birthday. 
if someone tries to book me for that night, even though it could be a big wedding and could be big money, whatever, I would tend to not take it. Yeah, you try to keep your plans. I try to keep my plans as whatever plan came first, I'll go with. Don't get me wrong now, if it's a friend's birthday and I've kind of seen this friend every day of the week and I'm, it's not a big night, it's just yeah. a normal night out. Yeah, I'll take like it. Like, if it's going to be a friend's 30th, yeah. and then somebody asks you, look, any chance you could do this event, you're like, look, I've one of my best friends, 30th, like, yeah. do you know, or you, you just say to them, obviously, look, I have something on that night as well. But obviously, like, as you just said, if, it, if it's just a, a buddy and you see him all the time, you'd be like, look, you're like, I have a chance to make a few bob there. Do you know, you could always yeah. catch up with them again. Exactly. Like, yeah. It depends on what's, I'll always choose, like, I always will pick friend, friends and family over business, obviously, but business is obviously hugely important. 100%, yeah. But I'll never let, I'll never let my friends and family affect my business, and I'll never let my business affect my family. Yeah. I'll try and... Balance it as yeah. much as you can. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it, like, especially as you're self-employed and you're doing all this, like, you've, you've a lot on your plate to try and get through. It's probably hard to make time for yeah. everything. So I think, like, I've often heard people working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and not seeing their friends, not seeing their yeah. family, and then eventually crashing, and basically... Yeah burning their own business because they just got so fed up with it so well, it has to be a healthy like it has to be a healthy yeah. balance um between the between the two too like yeah. you know you can't obviously you can't you can't be going oh no i can't do this event because i've i've um i've to go to a birthday party or something like that you have to be like there's a line like you have to be you know you have to say yeah oh, i must look well, i need to work as well but obviously you don't want to be working so much that you miss out on yeah yeah but technically technically speaking i'm always working my phone was always on my emails are always open, and um, if I get an email on a night out, I'll try and reply to it depending on if I've had a few drinks. Then I might put the phone away and say, Look, best get back that tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do that for free, no matter. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, like if I'm just out with friends and it's something small, like, I'll take out my phone, I'll reply to a message. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if a phone call comes in, I'll always take a phone call again, depending on the situation. If I've had a friend who I haven't seen in a year. And it's we're only over coffee for an hour. Oh, and yeah. um, I might pick up the phone and say, "Oh, look, sorry, I'll call you back." Whatever it might be, but I, I believe in having a healthy relationship between business and between life itself. So. Yeah, that's uh, look. It's um, it's it's important to do that. But like, would you do you find it hard to maybe? I know we just said you're gonna work. You're con- you're constantly working and stuff. But like, when you're at home, do you kind of find it hard to switch off a small bit or? I know, I, I like from previous uh, podcasts, like I spoke to um, Tracy Desmond, who's of Trace of Cakes, and she's really interesting, but she was like, she just doesn't even take holidays, she was telling me, like rarely, you know, and, but she's constantly on the go, but she loves that, like she's just like, yeah. because her, her actual, she, her kitchen and everything that she does, all these cakes are based in her house anyway, Okay. but she kind of, I think... From what she was saying, is she enjoys it so much that she doesn't even need to switch off. She like she tends to love it. Like, but do you find it hard maybe to switch off? Like, are your friends there, or you're with family? Is it kind of something going on in your mind, or do you kind of try and? Um. So I work in an office. So I go to work. Let's say you know your usual nine to five. Yeah. I'm working. That's my. I'm doing my website. I'm doing my photo editing. I'm doing all that kind of stuff. When I go home, am I still working to a certain extent? Yeah, but I try and keep my time at home to like social media and stuff because I don't really have a personal account anymore. It's mainly business business accounts. Yes. So 
you know, everybody catches up on their social media at night and, you know, they go through this, swipe through Facebook and whatever it might be, which every business kind of should be doing anyway. Yeah, just seeing what's out there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so my personal slash business time is then as well. So I'm going through Facebook as a person, but also... If your business mind's kind of switched on a bit yeah. to selling... If you saw something, you could be like, oh, I could do something like that, or maybe like even better. Yeah. But you're kind of only going, you're not trying to research, you're just kind of seeing it as it's yeah. as it's popping up. And um, I, generally, generally speaking, social media is more active at night. So I'll go on for a bit and maybe kind of, I might drop an ad at night just to reach with an audience because I always tend that it seems to be a better yeah. audience at night. Yeah. But like I said, I'm always working. It's just, you could, I can switch off. You yeah. can switch off, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that. Um, and then I suppose, like, I know we talked about, you know, weddings and stuff. Like, actually, two things on that, the weddings, right? Like, uh, you, you obviously have to be on your A again when you're doing someone's wedding. Yeah. Um, and all jobs in general, but, like, weddings are so important. And you're probably, it can maybe be a bit intense on the day and stuff like and you're, you know, do you find it hard maybe to, well, not even do you find it hard, like, but is it easy to wind down after that? Or is, are you kind of, is your mind kind of going 90 because you have to be so focused for it? Um, generally speaking, the day after a wedding, I am goosed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I often, so wedding could be, generally speaking, I'll meet the bride between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. the morning of the wedding. Yeah. Thankfully, most of my weddings have been court, so I can leave. You know, half hour before I meant to meet the bride or whatever. Yeah. I've had weddings in Dublin, Wexford, which meant leaving Cork two hours before the wedding. And I'm usually there until first dance, which is between nine and ten normally. Yeah. So you're looking at a 13, 14 hour day minus travel. Yeah. So depending on where the wedding is, could be a 15 hour day or whatever it might be. I just think, you know, because obviously, like the first, like I would imagine the day before it, your mind is probably going ninety, because you're like, oh, I have to make sure I get this, this, and this. Kind of like, or is it, or am I just gonna um, say, you know? Not really. Like I suppose the approach I have to weddings is keep it as natural as possible, so I don't tend to plan much. Yeah. Okay. Like, I prepare. I meet every couple, depending on timing, but I'll always meet them at least a week before the wedding to go through yeah. their plans for the day. So I already know what time they're planning on sitting down for dinner. We've already discussed them, what time we're doing our family photos, where they're taking place, all those kind of things. So you're, you're pretty much set, like you've, yeah. you've planned out. Everything else is just a matter of capturing the actual day itself. So that's just normal. And then I know you said like after you, you'd be wrecked the next day, when do you start, would you start editing the next day or do you kind of give yourself some bit of a breathing space just to kind of get over it? Um, so when I get home from the wedding, so first dance will say end at, we'll say 10, I'll be home for what, 11, depending on where I am. Um, I'll always transfer the photos straight away because... Just a backup safety. Just a backup yeah. because for, you know, obviously cards can corrupt. Oh, and whatnot, so such a... I have a backup card in the camera, but I also want a backup extra yeah, again just to... to make sure 100%, yeah. yeah. Um, then generally speaking, I always try the following day to edit maybe between five and ten photos just to get off to the bride and groom just so they can have a quick look just a quick look and you know they always people always want to be able to thank their guests 
Yeah. I like to be able to give them a photo that they can share with their guests to say thanks. Lovely. And so the following day, what to be fair, it'll only take me the bones of an hour max just to just get it through a few of them. Yeah. Um I've had weddings, I will have weddings in the future though where I'll maybe shooting a wedding on a Friday. I'll also be shooting the wedding on a Saturday. Yeah. That's life. Um doesn't mean I'm gonna be any more tired on the Saturday. Well, I'll be tired, but when I'm there I'm it's like a kickstart your back. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, like anyone, you so get tired before you go to work, but when you get to work, you kind of... You take your bracket boost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come on, stir a cup of coffee trip today or whatever. Get the caffeine off in yeah. your back out of the game. I know at some point I'm going to get to whatever day I'm off. Whatever my next day off is, I will... Crash. Crash. <laughs> I'll happily have that crash in my mind. So usually it's on a Sunday where I might have a wedding on Friday, a wedding on Saturday, and then on Sunday I will sleep. For the day. <laughs> so that's great. That's, you know, obviously when you're working those long days and stuff, you're going to move that happen too. Yeah. Um, when you're looking for, like trying to secure work, how important is like a diverse portfolio? Do you, or do you, do you have much of a portfolio or is it just through your social medias and website that you're trying to show stuff off or would you have like, would you send people out maybe a selection that you would have put together yourself? Um, I have... I do have a section. I have, I do have a portfolio. Uh, to be fair, no one's ever really requested it. Okay. Uh, I think it's because I share everything on social media. Yeah. Anyway. I think with the way we are in the world right now, everything tends to go only. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Social media, websites, whatever. So gen, nine times out of ten, when someone speaks to me and wants to book me, they've already seen myself. The, yeah. And um, if they're inquiring with me. They've also probably already seen my stuff and just want a price and maybe then compare it to, I'm sure they're probably shopping around. Oh, well, yeah, as you do, like, you know, yeah. people, would, they won't go with the very first thing they see, but they might, as you yeah. said, so shop around a bit. I'll give them a price. They've probably already seen my work. If they want to see my work, I'll give it to them. But generally speaking, if someone has made contact with me, it's because they've seen my Facebook, my Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And the reason they're making contact is because they've seen it. So... I have a portfolio ready to go, and if someone requests it or I can offer it, I'll give it to them, no problem. And then, what would be your most fulfilling aspect of your role as a photographer? Is it the happy client at the end of the day, or is it like the perfect shot, or is there something when you when you take pictures, no matter what type of event it is, that you're like, oh, I'm loving this part of it, or? Um, it's always great to have a happy client, obviously. Oh, yeah, um, as they're the ones who are going to be the word yeah. mouth, they'll tell the next person. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like I'll always want to have a happy client. Yeah. Um, every so often, I've often done shoots where I'm not particularly happy with the photos because because it's just not the kind of set of photos I wanted to do, but okay. it's what the client had in mind. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, but then there's times where I've gotten a photo at a shoot and I'm like, that is the photo. Like that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's a great photo. I love those moments. The yeah. moments are like, this is why I do what I do kind yeah. of thing. Um, I also do business aside. I often go out and shoot by myself, just landscape and whatever. Yeah, this is this is another question I have for you. Like, um, do you make time? For, you obviously do now. Like, yeah. like, you make time as a hobby as well as work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, for example, actually, only two days ago, I think, three days ago, went to Nova Cove. Okay. So drove up there. Spent about three hours, four hours, just capturing basically, I think it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. So I got the afternoon, afternoon photos of Novo. Then I was able to get the sunset. Then I was able to get kind of the darkness. 
So that's what I just love doing. I love being able to go for a few hours and my own head just listen to a few podcasts like this one. <laughs> and, and just told me before, Andy never listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I've never listened to a podcast. Yeah. I've never listened to music, but I'm going to listen to podcasts. Yeah, this one definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so making sure you know you, you enjoy it as a hobby, I assume keeps your love for it for doing it for work. It's a passion. Exactly. In fact, I only recently did actually went to New York. Like I paid for my own trip to New York, flights accommodation, just to go taking photos. Class. So that was a part of, part of the thing that I loved. Yeah, that's, ah, that's unreal. Yeah. Do you have a preferred, kind of more enjoyable t- style of uh, photography? Because I know some people, like, I know, like, some people prefer maybe doing nature shots and other people prefer, like, I know. So are you asking, like, in relation to my hobby side of things, or...? Say both. Say hobby-wise. Hobby-wise, I suppose, just landscape. I love doing long exposures. So a long exposure is basically when you're capturing... I was going to explain that to me. <laughs> <laughs> a long exposure is basically when you're capturing movement. So if you've ever seen a photo taken at night and you see... Like, All the lights kind of go... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a long exposure. I love doing those kind of photos. Yeah. I love them, doing them in the day because you capture like, the clouds moving. Um, I've got the hand of the day ones yet. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. But the night ones, I love doing night ones. That's in terms of personal time. Business... I've done a few fashion shoots and I love doing fashion. Class. It's very, you get to show a bit of creativity. Generally speaking, you're working with maybe two or three different people, kind of young enough, usually like bloggers or something like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's fun. It's, you're just meeting new people with similar interests and stuff. And it's kind of, it's a social, but it's also business. Like it's business, but it's, you get to be social about it. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun to do. Good, good. Whereas weddings, yeah, they're fun to do, but you're dealing with people that you know you're probably not. Well, you might see them again, but yeah. they're not. Like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you might not work with them again. So, like, at least with the when you're doing the kind of more things like fashion shows and stuff, and you're working, you know, you probably build a better relationship with those exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're similar interests, similar. You cross paths again. Yeah. Um, and you, like, I'm, we're nearly done. I just have a few more small questions. Um, what is like the most effective way of self-promoting the business? Like, I know we thought social media, and you were saying there, like maybe maybe word of mouth then because you're dealing with other people who you meet again who might suggest you. Do you have a preferred like? Is there a preferred way you put a lot of focus into things, or would you go to a wedding fair, or would you? What kind of what? What do you how? What where we go? What no, I couldn't say the word. Uh, what what is the best way do you think of like promoting your business? Yeah, so I guess with the world we're in, it's a lot of it is due to social media. Yeah. But from what I've noticed, a lot of it actually comes down to word of mouth. So yeah. a happy client can lead you to another three or four clients. That yeah, I always find that like with um with services, like. For instance, now, my barber, the guy who cuts my hair, my brother now goes to him, my cousin, one of two or three of our buddies go to them because it is completely even like, here, look, this guy did my hair there. Good price, nice guy. You know, I think with services, people appreciate word of mouth because you're literally telling them from your own experience. Yeah. Um, 
and I suppose as well, like, you know, when you, when you people, especially weddings, because they're so important, stuff like that, and they're saying, because, you know, people get married all the time. Yeah, it's basically, can you trust them? And they can say, yes, I do. Whereas, if they see my Facebook posts, look, anyone can write a Facebook that, that post. That could be me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, you know, you could be, um, yeah. Like, let's be honest, like, Facebook posts and stuff, I've often come across people who can't spell a word, yet they'll have the perfect English on a Facebook post. So, like, you know it's not actually them writing the post or... Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you're not getting... Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Some people have maybe a few more people around to support them, yeah. and then when they have to go do a job themselves, it's not really the same what yeah, you're exactly. getting. Yeah, so... So, like, I've often... If I throw up an ad campaign, say, and I've got one customer, I can guarantee I'll make that customer happy. But... And like a three or four customers then from that from, so you probably get more true word of mouth than yeah yeah which is look it's probably the most effective way um i suppose our last main question Aaron, is for anybody aspiring to be a photographer or even do it just as a hobby not even going to like is there any tips you give people uh just don't take my business <laughs> <laughs> very good no um <laughs> firstly make sure you enjoy it yeah like, there's no point doing it if you think it's for money because the money is there money in it yeah but like i'm not i know i'm never going to be bloody rich and famous or whatever i'm i'm hoping to have enough money to live my life be, and maybe, be happy and yeah be happy and every so often maybe enjoy the final things in my yeah. life, get a holiday something like that yeah everybody i've talked to now that i've done an episode with this and recorded they've all been like just make sure you enjoy the actual work yeah yeah because i've worked in retail and let's be fair i've enjoyed retail but if i was continue working in retail i'd probably make more money eventually for further than then i could yeah, probably yeah. work my way into management management positions, yeah. but it was never i was never working for me i was all working for someone and it just wasn't as enjoyable eventually ended up leading me to walk out of work yeah, yeah. so i got in a fight with my boss one day and that's when I packed in the towel and said, no, here we go, I'm done. So didn't, that was a week before Christmas. And that's when my photography was kind of starting to take off. So that's actually what threw me into the okay, photography. Cool. I was, I had to bite the bullet because I was debating, quitting and doing photography until I went into work one day, I got to my boss and I said, okay, that's my decision. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, so you had your moment of, look, now I have another so, thing on the Yeah, on the and board. then I, I never rely on myself. Like if I'm, if I ever wake up in the morning and I'm feeling sick, I, for me to not go to work, it means I have to be really sick. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another thing that a lot, of people, like, a lot of people have in common that I spoke to is, you know, it's not like I can ring my boss and say I can't come into that. Yeah, you, like, you know. I'm only letting myself down. It's, obviously, I will never, ever want to cancel on a wedding. Like, there will be, the only reason I would cancel on a wedding is if I was literally immobile yeah. and couldn't do it. And even at that, I wouldn't like to cancel and say I'm done. It would be a matter of I've rang around first and I've tried to sort a photographer for them. Yeah. Whether I pay him and we'll sort an agreement or whatever. That's just something I've never encountered and I Thankfully so far. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to ever encounter it, but look, I won't get sick. Like that's just life. But it would it would take me to be really, really yeah. sick yeah. if I'd ever cancel something like that. Um, Alright, look, that's pretty much it, Aaron. Um, but look, obviously, at the end of this, I just do a quick fire around with people. Um, yeah. Nothing to do with 
As you, actually, you've not listened to any of the podcasts, so you don't know. So it's not it's nothing to do with the actual business. It's just maybe a bit more about yourself. So, what is your favorite food? My favorite food. Oh, my go-to takeaway is pizza. Okay, fair. Enough. I unbelievable choice. You have three dinner guests. Who and why? Anybody at all? They're already off the cuff. They are. Yeah. This is. It's uh, called quick for you to be quick back up. Ed Sheeran. Okay. Just because obviously he's one of the biggest artists in the world. Seems like a really cool name to earth. He, he seems so into uh, Just I just feel like I have good crack with him. Yeah. Uh, oh. Jesus, who else? Keith Barry. Um, okay. I've often actually met Keith Barry. I've done work for him. Uh, really cool guy. He's a magician, so. I, I know, yeah, he's, he's cool. Out. I think you'd bring that extra thing to a dinner party where... You have a few, uh, straight away, you have a few acts for your dinner yeah, party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and third person... Oh, I'm going to say... The Inherited Track Row. Class. Uh, really off the cuff there, because I'm not even a huge <laughs> fan of Basically, I'm a huge fan of Philip. Okay. And I guess he's one of the biggest names in Philip. 100% he doesn't stare at anything that is not great, yeah. to be fair to him. So, if I had a bit more time, I'd probably be able to think of an actual actor. So, I'm a massive fan as well. You are, so, question for you, last one. If you could star in any movie remake, what character would you play? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Movie remake? Yeah. Uh, oh. And you get to play the character. This is going to be very controversial. I'm a big fan of the Scream movies. <laughs> Ridiculous, go on. Um, I think I'd love to play the killer. Like, who wouldn't want to play the killer in a Scream movie? Yeah, psychos, aren't Psychos would have been. But that guy on the phone. I, I, know, a, I know, I know. He's the cool voice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not actually a psycho. <laughs> For the record. Well, if anybody's listening, Aaron is not a psycho. Or, actually, Ashley Kutcher is the Guardian. Okay, cool. Um, that, that's look, we we'll go with that one because yeah. just in case anybody thinks <laughs> I'd like to play his character, but obviously it would take a lot of work to get into that role to be fit and stuff, which is a long journey. <laughs> but I'm actually preparing for a run at the moment, so okay, by the trial in there, I'm doing the head and back run in June, okay, and uh, raise money for a PLOs. So, do, you, do you have a link or something? Yeah, I have a link on my Instagram, perfect. Um, obviously, as it stands right now. With COVID nineteen, it might not be going ahead. Might not be going ahead. It's not until June, end of June. So, okay. as it stands, going ahead. It's a thirteen kilometer hell and back run, which means thirteen kilometer run plus like obstacles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. running through muck and up walls and stuff like that. So, all going well. That'll be taking place on twenty seventh of June. I'm trying to raise fifteen hundred for sorry thirteen hundred for PAs. Perfect. Yeah, I'll draw the link up on anyway on my page as well. And um. Look, that's everything. Aaron, do you plug your social medias? Yeah, so, <laughs> obviously. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Aaron Lynch Photography Cork. Facebook is actually the same, Aaron Lynch Photography Cork. And my website is www.aaronlynchphotography.info. Perfect. And you can listen to the podcast at Define the Odds Podcast. That's on Instagram. And the podcast is available on Spotify and Stitcher. Aaron, thanks a million. No problem. Thank you.